everybody welcome to another episode of the brown petri dish today on the podcast we have joey purse one of our favorite comedians from pittsburgh uh we met him a couple months back whenever pittsburgh was shut down he was coming around the cleveland area and doing a couple shows here and there and uh brandon and i liked what he was doing quite a bit so we told him back then we wanted to have him on the podcast and we finally were able to get him on um and he's been pretty successful on tiktok as of late he has over a hundred thousand followers on there now and uh we wanted to talk to him about that because that's not a platform that we're on so wanted to see what the opportunities are there see how you get your stuff seen on there and that kind of thing so he talked to us a little bit about that and at the end after we got into the news he talked to us about one of the guys that inspired him to do comedy which is the stand-up icon kevin hart so it was a great episode i think you're gonna like it a lot thanks for listening everybody too bad good to hear from you amigo <laughs> nice seeing you guys thanks for having me on yeah definitely man <sighs> you've been doing any shows lately um i had one last night <laughs> yeah that's about it yeah where was it where was that at it wasn't eerie at some brewery voodoo okay cool 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 yeah i did a i did a show in avon lake last night and it was interesting <laughs> had a had a lady uh yell at me yell at me that the virus was a hoax in the first two minutes of my set it's so, <laughs> <was> pretty cool <laughs> yeah that's the complete opposite of what happened with my set <laughs> i i had someone scream into the microphone covid suck my dick <laughs> oh, my oh <God>. shit <laughs> That's the uh, farthest from a hoax that it gets. It got real. Uh, dude, like, all, all I said was, like, all I said was that, uh, you know, it sucks. We all have to wear these masks still. And this lady was like, no, you don't. It's a hoax. It's all hoax. And I'm like, well, no, you do at most places. It's like, no, you don't. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Can you be quiet now or whatever? And she was like, she's like, we'll just leave. I'm like, okay. I don't think anybody's going to miss you. You know, like the fuck that's so weird to think that that's what set her off you know what i mean she came into that bar and someone was like wow these masks suck and she's like i'm leaving dude yeah. whoa that's i was i mean it was literally like i i was hosting so it was like the first two seconds of the show like she came for a comedy show and then watched two seconds and was like fuck it i'm out <laughs> like, they talked you know? about the covid i gotta leave now <laughs> yeah. talked about what's going on in the world Oh man, you a big Hungry Games fan, Joey? I like it. Uh, <laughs> I don't read the books. <laughs> yeah, I, read, I read the books. Not gonna lie, I did not. <laughs> oh man, if Jennifer Lawrence wasn't in the book, so a lot of people probably skipped out for that reason. <laughs> yeah, I pictured Jennifer Lawrence while I read the books, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have. You, everybody does that, I think. Um, so I think, uh, well, I met you back in like April, May, whenever, whenever Pittsburgh was closed and 
funny stop was open. That was in October. <laughs> oh, it was October. Holy shit! Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. This well, that's the fucking pandemic for you. It's Groundhog's Day. Feels like that, though. Yeah, it seems like five years, and it's only been a year since since this shit's been going on. You know, but I don't know, man. It's crazy. But yeah, um, I haven't seen you in a while. We saw saw uh, Andreas was randomly at Funny Stop on Wednesday night. Really? I walked in and he was the first person on stage, and I was like, what "The fuck! I didn't know he was gonna be here." <laughs> I've been thinking. Of, I've been wanting to come back out. I haven't had the gas money to. <laughs> <laughs> wrong with that oh man gotta do some second. gotta do some more eerie shows build up that gas bank you know <laughs> get, get it going man the troubles of a long road comic here that's fucking awful man i i can't yeah. imagine you're, you're banking on a lot because not every show is always guaranteed to be good and you're driving pretty damn far to go to these shows yeah. i don't know man yeah yeah, I, I fucking hate driving an hour to go to a show, man. Like, it's awful. <laughs> man, that, that, that's normal for me, though, because I, um, I don't live in Pittsburgh. I live about 45 minutes north from it. So driving about an hour to shows is normal for me. Yeah, you live in well, what, so like, open mics. It's normal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you live in, like, Beaver County or something? Yeah. Yeah. I remember passing it all the time on my way to on my way to Pittsburgh. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, they don't have any shows in Beaver County or anything. Nah, um, I was me and one other dude. When there are shows here, we normally produce them. But yeah, <laughs> other than us producing sense. stuff, they're, they're not. There's nothing going on. Like nothing. Guess, not just comedy. Nothing shows, at all like nothing. whatsoever. As far as comedy goes, no. <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, well, I mean, I guess that's what people usually do when there's no shows in an area. They just kind of bring a PA system to a bar and <laughs> have at it. That's about all you can do. Yeah. Uh, Every town's got a bar, usually. <laughs> yeah, our, the people the here, they just don't want to, they don't want to hear it yeah, at all. Oh, my God. And if they... If they do want to hear it, they want to hear very lowbrow jokes, and I don't yeah. want to tell. I don't want to tell that stuff, so I just stay away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's why I hate doing like, I hate doing like uh, shows where I don't know, I don't know the area very well because it's like you don't know, you don't know what kind of like last night. Like I didn't know that person was gonna be there. It was gonna be like it's a hoax. Shut the fuck up. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean that's. It's crazy whenever you go to somewhere you've never been before and you're like, oh, shit, I see a lot of flannels in here. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird, though. In Lakewood, a bunch of flannels is a lot different than (laughs) than, a million or something. You're like, those are very different flannels. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. But Joey Purr's getting famous from his living room. What's what's, uh... that? Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, come on, man. Don't be, don't be too fucking humble. You, you, you're doing pretty well for yourself on TikTok. Uh, I see oh all God. your shit. <laughs> what made you turn to TikTok at first? Like, what was the first thing um, you were like? I'm just gonna give this a shot. Well, I, I always like to put out online content. I've been doing that for a while. It just happened to pop on TikTok, but so I changed to TikTok before the pandemic, about two months. Um, before the pandemic, I got on TikTok. Actually, someone, I had a referral told me, someone told me to get on there because they think that I would do pretty good on there. And um, so I hopped on and that was in September of what, 2019? And I didn't get the app. Like, I didn't understand it. 
Yeah. So it, it was very confusing, which it is to a lot of people when they first get on. So I just I deleted it. And so February, I hopped back on February 2020. And I basically was like, if this shit doesn't work, I'm just done. <laughs> I'm <laughs> done making videos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, cause at that, at that point I've been making videos for years. Like I've made videos since 2013 and, um, it was more so off and on, but nothing has come from it at all. Like, so I started to lose motivation. So basically, whenever I was on TikTok, I was like, if I don't build any kind of following on here, I fucking quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You shall receive, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> basically how it happened. I didn't, yeah, yeah, I didn't know too much about your TikTok stuff. And then I saw like some of your followers or something. And I thought, holy shit, it just, it, this guy took off on TikTok. That's amazing. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's, pretty crazy when it happens yeah i saw your dj Khaled video it was pretty good pretty <laughs> thank you see yeah. i didn't it didn't get the push on tiktok i wanted it to really and yeah it was bullshit yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things because like it was performing well everywhere else on tiktok it was performing well but it actually didn't get pushed like the app didn't push the video and it was holding me that's, yeah, that's weird, man. All like, TikTok. The app didn't want to see me win. That's <laughs> so. That, to win when the when the hater is your app. That's that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. Why I think a lot of people bail out on on TikTok is because they don't know how. They don't. I don't think anybody knows how the algorithm works on it. You know, like it's 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 very tricky. I I've only figured out parts. Um, but the more you do it, the more you'll see like what seems to work for you and whatever works for you to keep doing it. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 My buddy, my buddy from Texas, uh, he's been, he's been making little sketch videos and stuff for years. I mean, since we were in high school and he just made like, he does these stupid little characters and he had one, he had one where he just like said some something like dribbly dribbly nipply nipply or something like that and he touched his nipples and then shot a basketball over his head and swished it <laughs> i saw it, yeah and I saw it, that yeah and it got like fucking like over a million views on tiktok i'm like what the fuck is this shit <laughs> like, i mean look at that guy that got famous from uh drinking the ocean spray and like riding a skateboard or something like that. yeah <laughs> and like the next week he's drinking ocean spray with snoop dogg or something i'm like yeah, yeah man, so, it's, it's nuts it's real TikTok. It, it's just overnight. Is a, <laughs> TikTok is a good way to basically get big as a personality. That's what really works on there. Sketches work, but it's a lot harder for sketches to take off than like um, than people just being themselves on there because it's easy to relate to people. You see somebody skateboarding, it's easy to be like, "I skateboard too. I like that guy." <laughs> like, yeah. So. It's, it's like something it's stuff like that like that's what tiktok is really good for basically tiktok is great for short for short form youtube vloggers that's exactly what it is yeah i always assumed it was just vine reincarnated like it's kind of it, it was oh. originally it was but it's starting like it's starting to evolve and uh now it's like people are trying to go like the vlogging route on tiktok and yeah, like, yeah that's, that's what it's turning into. That's what I see the most, I think. Or uh, I have this one chick that like is uh, really big that I'm, I went to high school with. That's really big into politics, like I am, and she, 
and she's always posting like the same like three or four TikTokers that are just like finding clever ways to just like give commentary on what's going on in the world. You know, <laughs> like it's yeah, that's basically that's what they're doing. Yeah, and that's and it, but they get fucking millions of views doing the shit. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy, and they're always the yeah. same like four people every time. <laughs> yeah it's it's uh i don't know i was thinking about i was thinking about just starting one to do like a joke of the week thing just do like current event jokes and put them on there and see what the fuck happens with it why not yeah but i don't know i've also heard people that uh say that they were on it for a minute and it was just like it was just weird to them because they, it was like they were interacting with a bunch of kids you know <laughs> it was but i don't know i've I mean, I see most of the people I see on it are, are like in their mid thirties or early thirties. You know, all the all the political commentators and shit. Anyways, it it all depends on your content. Because like when I first got on it, it was a lot of teenagers and a lot of kids. But as the pandemic went on, people got bored. So yeah. uh, basically, when I first got on, it was a lot of teenagers, a lot of kids, and then like the 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 college age people also had their own little realm. But the kid, it was kid very child dominated, and the growth of the app over the pandemic, people got bored and people started giving it a chance. And now I don't think there's a specific demographic that's just controlling the app. But it's um, they're definitely like your content depending is gonna decide what audience that you attract on it though. Yeah. So like yeah. politics, a lot of people like that tend to have older people on their stuff. Um. A lot of sketches, depending on the content of the guy, of the person's sketches, will have older or younger. I'm, my people for me are like the, they're like college, early college, late yeah. in high school. Those are the people who mess with me um, the most. But like, so depending on your content, that's going to determine your demographic. Yeah. So if you had a, so if you had a choice and you were going to make the same amount of money in any of these fields. Would you rather be an internet influencer, stand-up comedian, or a video game tester? <laughs> uh, I'd rather be an influencer. All right. Okay. And, and this is what I thought about this I, a lot of time. So, like, if you're an influencer, I'm going to do stand-up by default because depending on my following, the size... I'll get brought in just so people can make money off of me. Right, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, I, I choose uh, being an influencer because also I've noticed I don't like to be away from my family all the time when I've when we perform and stuff. So yeah. uh, I was like, if I'm an influencer, then I'll have more of a leeway with it, and I, I won't have to have a, a nine to five. I'll also be able to make videos that people like, and I basically get to make my own calls on when I want to perform. So yeah, because people will kiss my ass because i'm putting the <laughs> yeah man i mean we see that all the time at, at, uh, at comedy clubs man with like people that might not might not be might not be that great of a stand-up but they get hired because of their name anyways you know i mean that's yeah man i remember yeah. whenever i started doing comedy before the pandemic was two, 2017 i would say that <laughs> When I started doing comedy in 2017, that's when all these big internet people started getting these spots at clubs and a bunch of comedians are being being upset at it. Eventually, like people calmed down about it. 
But I remember I used to be one of those people. Where I used to be mad, like all these dudes yeah. getting all these fucking spots. And now I might be one of those people soon. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be mad. I can't be mad for yeah. other people. <laughs> Man, that's gonna be a good feeling. You're out there, and you're like, someone's like, "Fuck you, Joey," and you're like, "Finally, I'm there." I'm there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, everything I hated. Yeah, you talk about not having a nine to five. I wish I could have a nine to five. Man, I got a seven to three. That's just, oh, that's shit. just that. yeah. yeah, everybody's like, why don't you come out to Lakewood more? And I'm like, because I got to get up at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> It's an hour drive, dude. Come on. I don't know how you do that. I used to do a 6 to 2.30 job, and then I'd be out a lot. It was before the pandemic, of course, so you could hit multiple shows or whatever. I'd be out all night. Man, just day after day of like four hours of sleep, you start to hate the world. After that, you're like, nothing's really funny do. anymore. This is awful. <laughs> I, I want to die so bad. <laughs> I mean, dude, uh, I was doing that before the pandemic, man. I was, I was going... I was going hard, man. I was working seven to three and I was, I was doing shows every night of the week, you know? And it was like, it was, I was getting no sleep at all. <laughs> at all it's I painful. Mean, yeah. It's not good for the stand up either. I feel like it shows when you're on stage, the yeah, audience can does. tell yeah. I'm a low energy comic to begin with. So when I'm on stage and I'm half awake, it's, it's fucking <laughs> obvious. Yeah. I've, I've realized, man. And now I've realized that like, like three or four sets a week is good enough for me to keep me fresh and the, and to let me work on my shit. Whereas like like when you're doing seven or eight, it could be too much at some, at some point. Like it just yeah. it could be too much. But yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed that grind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so always like you guys I... are bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I lived in Lakewood, it wouldn't be that much of a grind. Like it would just That's be. Cool. It's down the road. Walking. Once I yeah. got different jobs. Sorry. No. <laughs> no. It's cool. I was saying once I got different jobs, like that shit started to suck ass. But like um when I was working at McDonald's, I mean, even though I had to be up at like five thirty every morning, but when I was working at McDonald's and me and Andreas were out here doing like eleven, twelve mics a week, like that shit was dope. And then slowly our scene died. (laughs) Slowly rooms just started to fall off. But once I got certain jobs, I got tired of being out there all the time. So it was definitely stressful. Yeah, man, I'm hoping I'm hoping Pittsburgh opens back up. Like I'm I'm hoping people start up shows again and shit here. They're trying. I mean, I think, dude, I think like this summer, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Cause I think it's I think people are gonna be I mean, they said that we're going to have enough vaccinations for everybody by the end of May. So, like, anybody who wants vaccinated will be able to get vaccinated by, like, the end of June, probably. So, like, July and August, I think everything's going to start opening back up. I mean... I hope so. I'm, I'm tired of this yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm like, I, to, uh, I, I know you guys... I'm looking forward to Grindstone shows again when the back patio... With- Tons of picnic tables and stuff all open air. That was cool, man. Yeah, outdoor shows were fun, man. I, I like the outdoor shows. They are. They're pretty fun. Um, I mean, I've never been to Grindstones, but in general, they are pretty fun. Yeah. You got to come out if you ever feel like coming out, hit me up. Got you. Yeah, I just you. I just hope that we can get back to full capacity for football season. Like, that's... I mean, I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder. This season sucked. This was the... This was like... <laughs> you guys won. Yeah. And this was, yeah, and of this was the seasons. only this was the only season since I've been in Ohio. So uh, since I was 13 years old, this is the only season I didn't go to a single Browns game. Like it was, it was awful. 
I don't know. I, I just didn't feel right. <laughs> oh, damn, man. That's depressing. Watch, yeah. watch him suck again next year. Uh, That's what I was shut up, about. Thought, Shut wow. up. <laughs> happen uh, oh that's that's heartbreaking <laughs> crazy man did you guys get any mr potato heads before they stopped selling them uh no. <laughs> i wanted to i wanted to <laughs> oh Speaking man that's my, that's my one gender potato head right there <laughs> no, he's got that's... a full-fledged penis and he's not afraid to hide it <laughs> yeah get ready to hear it Get ready to hear jokes about Mr. Potato Head and Dr. Seuss for the next oh two God. months, man. <laughs> I, you know, I think that's the one thing I actually liked about the pandemic is that I didn't have to hear a ton of hacky-ass jokes from open micers yeah. about topical stuff. Yeah, I mean, I do I do enjoy doing like a topical joke here and there, but it's got to be a good one. I mean, it's, yeah, it's never it's, good. Yeah. yeah. They're always like, so Mr. Potato had sex change. What about that? It's, like, it's always shit like that. Like, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> just stop. Yeah, people just talk. <laughs> you know, like, there's no, there's no setup and punchline. They just, no. talk. they just talk. It's annoying, man. We, we I thought have... uh, Jimmy Killian's had a good joke about the potato head situation. We were talking about it earlier. He was just saying that the potato head's kind of dumb for a toy anyway. They're not really mad about the gender of the toy. They're mad you didn't get him an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is pretty yeah, funny. That makes sense. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I thought, think about it. I yeah, thought that, like, good. maybe they could change the mustache to a goatee. And then, <laughs> and then they could just put a hole a little lower. And if you want it to be a female, you can just make it a bush, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's that's maybe maybe Hasbro's just trying to save some money. You know, that's kind of what I thought. I was yeah. like, wow, it's a potato head where all the parts remove. I mean, I guess if you include the female ones, now you just have a general potato. That's it's not really a, a Mr. or Mrs. It can be whatever you want. Yeah, it, to it probably be. cuts down on their production costs and shit. Less yeah. boxes. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, it's that, that shit. That shit is uh, I've already heard some this the past couple of weeks at mics and shit and i, I want know. barbie to be trans yeah yeah they don't have trans barbie what's up with that yeah it's, like it's common i'm not even like this was this was like a male ego thing <laughs> and i was like if we can't have mr potato head they can't have barbie like it was one of those things. <laughs> that one was ours you took it yeah um Next, you know he man's gonna be, be she man and it's it's all going downhill <laughs> We have uh, some news to get into here. We always do some news clips. Um, this is from uh, CBS News. Health officials are warning Americans not to let their guard down as state and local governments scale back coronavirus restrictions with vaccination efforts ramping up nationwide. Yesterday, Texas announced that it is lifting its mask mandate and that businesses will soon be able to operate at 100 percent capacity. Deborah Alfaron is on Capitol Hill and has more on the concerns from health officials that these rollbacks are happening way too soon and way too quickly. Deborah, what can you tell us? I can tell you, Anne-Marie, that the director of the CDC, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, says we're just not there yet, not there to have all these rollbacks of restrictions. You take the variants and also the level uh, leveling off of cases, and she thinks that any ground that we've gained, we could lose. To open Texas 100%. 
Texas Governor Greg Abbott is removing all coronavirus restrictions and ending the mask mandate one week from today. Removing state mandates does not end personal responsibility. Health experts are concerned since less than 7% of the state's population is fully vaccinated. A variety of COVID-19 variants are not only circulating around the world, but have found their foothold in North Texas as well. Businesses can still enforce their own rules. I'm concerned about my staff safety. Restaurant owners like Cesar Zepeda now have decisions to make. I'm leaning towards having my staff still wear, wear a mask and, and maybe require anybody that comes here. The Lone Star State isn't alone when it comes to rolling back restrictions. The governor's office is getting out of the business of telling people what they can and cannot do. Mississippi ended its mask mandate. San Francisco now allows indoor dining and Chicago eased restrictions on restaurants and bars. Small turns of the dial are safe. Yeah, I don't I don't think uh, taking all restrictions off is a smart small turn of the dial. <laughs> nah, not until this thing's gone, man. Yeah. And I have a lot of I have a lot of friends and family in North Texas and it's kind of like they they're everybody I've talked to is kind of freaked out about it they're like shit's gonna spread like crazy because it's yeah i don't i don't know what made texas so confident because they just crippled over like a couple inches of snow <laughs> yeah dude that's, well, that's that's what it is man he's under a bunch of political pressure because he fucked up and he had the chance i think a couple years ago or whatever to have all of their oil and power equipment weatherized and he didn't do it and it fucked the whole state so now he's under a bunch of political pressure so he's doing this because he thinks it's going to make people happy and it's like <laughs> like a nice... he's fucking them up yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah man it's fucked up too like i, I do kind of find it ironic that the you know state of individual rights is saying that we're not telling people what to do anymore and so that means that the business owners are allowed to tell their customers they have to wear masks. To me, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of open yourself up to more individual freedom and taking away of some from others, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, man. And people, and uh, I think people are going to get shot. And <laughs> I mean, really, like, like there's going to be business owners that are like, you have to wear a mask to come in here. And there's going to be some dumbass that's going to be like, no, the fuck I don't, and pull out his gun and pull out shit. <laughs> I mean, that's that's Texas, dude. Everybody's got a fucking gun. There's, there's fucking gun checks at bars in my hometown, dude. Like, it's just... Everybody's kind of hilarious. Yeah, it's crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, it's modern, as, it's modern as fuck, but they still have fucking gun checks instead of... You don't need a coat check. It's too hot. So they have gun yeah. checks, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's all modernized. All the guns are automatics and shit. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Elevens in there. <laughs> yeah, it's no longer to... the cowboy pistols. Yeah, you have to Did take that know? bump stock off before you hang it up. Can't, can't <laughs> have that in here. <laughs> I I never understood why Texas has a law saying that it is legal to openly carry swords, and I don't I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> I don't get why more people don't openly carry swords that's pretty tight you, man you wouldn't you wouldn't understand half the laws that are in texas dude you're allowed to have an open container in your car as long as it's in the passenger side cup holder what swear to, swear to god <laughs> yeah that's nuts yeah wow and that's that's just nuts. a law that somebody had to agree with 
<laughs> yeah, you're allowed to drive. You're allowed to ride in the back of somebody's truck as long as you're not driving over sixty. Like, that's, <laughs> dude, I mean, it's it's nuts, man. So I, you're telling me I could have somebody in the bed of my truck while doing 45 down a main road with a katana in my lap out in the <laughs> open, and I'm not breaking any laws at all. Sounds pretty alongside normal. Alongside my... Yeah. Sounds, <laughs> sounds like a normal just an Texas average day in the Lone Star <laughs> yeah. State. Yeah. Oh, man. And I know oh, it's it, it's just uh, the... I don't know, man. They're, they're having an influx of people in Texas, for sure, because Austin's blowing up right now. Right. Um, and it's not just Rogan. It's a bunch of a bunch of like a bunch of big city people that that like fled their big city because of the virus spread and everything being shut down and everything went down to Austin. And uh, I, politics might be changing there very soon. I mean, it's it's getting to the point where the cities are getting bigger and bigger. And uh, and the Republican governor, like governor, keeps fucking everything up, like killing a bunch of people. <laughs> Shit, I don't. It's crazy, man. I guess he didn't. I guess he figured he didn't kill enough people with the weather, so <laughs> he's <laughs> like, "Boy, I'm trying." Then the yeah. herds, man. You've got all it's these... kind of funny if 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 you're right about it, and someone does shoot somebody over wearing a mask, they'll be put in prison where you have to wear a mask. <laughs> oh, that's gonna happen. No, I don't think they do have to wear masks in prison in Texas. No, is that a thing? That's kind of crazy. <laughs> I mean, you always see them in the pictures and in like you know court dates and stuff like that. And they always gotta have the weird mask thing, or even like mug shots. I've seen mug shots now where they have like the the mask under their chin. Like you had to like take it down just to get your mug shot and then pull it back up. That's kind of embarrassing. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't I... want a under chin mask in my mug shot. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it's like this in uh in like southern Ohio and shit but like to me when I would go back when I go back to my hometown North Texas like it's like a different world and like like my buddy's dad was like uh was like was like you want to see my gun safe and I'm like I'm like all right whatever so it's a weird thing to ask. Yeah dude I go in his I go in his bedroom and he's got this like it it's like a the size of a closet and he, and, he, and he turns the dial, opens it up, and he's just got, like, an arsenal. Like, <laughs> ARs, rifles, pistols, like, just got, like, a, it looked like the fucking Boondock Saints. Like, it was, like, the <laughs> room where they picked up all their guns. And I'm, like, I, I'm just, like, I don't, I just don't get it, man. Like, why do you need, why do you need that many weapons? He's, like, he's, like, the revolution, when it comes, I'm going to be ready. <laughs> I'm, like... He knows oh he can only God. fire one at a time, right? I yeah. mean, <laughs> two pistols at best, but still, like, that's, that just seems like a lot to carry. Yeah, it seems like it's, really big your backpack. revolution's going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't think about that shit, man. It's just, they need it to happen. But um, it's, it, Texas is, Texas is crazy, though, I man. There are crazy people down there, and it happens. There's still a lot of racism down there, so I'm sure... Sure, there might be some racist killings that like get reported as like the guy wasn't wearing a mask or something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, the last time I went there, so I didn't know when I was a kid. I didn't know that it was. I didn't know that there was like a lot of racism there because kids don't see that shit, you know. Right. I mean, we we played football and shit, and we were we were like friends with the with the black kids, and then the Mexican kids all hung out together. But like the the white kids and the black kids were all friends and shit, and then uh, I went down there 
shit, probably four or five years ago now. And uh, one of my buddies wanted to wanted to see me, so I'm like, yeah, I'm at so and so's bar or whatever. And he comes up. His name's AJ, black guy I played football with, and he uh, texts me and he's like, hey, I'm I'm uh, in the parking lot, and I'm like, all right, you want to come in and have a drink? And he's like, uh, no, you come out to the parking lot. I don't go in there. And I'm like, what? You know? And he's like, he's like, look around. Do you see any black people in there? And I'm looking around and I'm like, oh shit, no, I I don't see any black people in there. And he's like. Yeah, man, like, they won't come to our bars either. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what <laughs> yeah, is this? really weird. Yeah, like, it's it's super fucking, it's still, like, almost, almost like, segregated, dude. It's, it's weird. Jeez. I bet they'd have let him in there if he had a sword. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts. I don't know. I'm going down there this summer, but I'm planning on going to Austin, so, just to hang out. We'll see how that goes, but uh, yeah, that shit's happening with uh, with like the vaccine being ramped up, being on the horizon. I mean, it's it's just like you only got to wait like two more months, dude. Why are you <laughs> why are you trying to fuck shit up now? Compared to how long the rest of the pandemic was, a couple months doesn't seem that bad. Yeah, it's been a year. You can't wait two more months. Like, <laughs> like come on. I don't know, but this is from uh, this is from Good Morning America, uh, the vaccine update. This is uh, I wanted to play this clip mainly because I don't really think it's going to work out as a newscaster for Michael Strahan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the latest in the fight against coronavirus and the new vaccine <laughs> hope. President Biden now saying there should be enough supply for every American adult by the end of May. Thanks in part to that blockbuster deal between Johnson and Johnson and Merck to speed up production. Eva Pilgrim is at the mass vaccination site at Yankee Stadium. Good morning, Eva. Good morning, Michael. This is one of the sites that's getting the Johnson & Johnson vaccine this week. And because of those added doses, they were able to add appointments in the overnight hours. Biden's announcement, a light at the end of a tunnel after more than a year of this pandemic. Ahead of schedule, President Biden announcing Tuesday that the U.S. is now on track to have a vaccine for every adult in the country. This country will have enough vaccine supply, I'll say it again, for every adult in America by the end of May. By the end of May. He put a very big emphasis on You know what? Uh, I, don't, I don't give a flying fuck about what's going on at the end of May. Where is my $2,000? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. They actually passed it this morning, the new uh, the new relief bill. So it's uh, it's got to go back to the house because they fucking changed it a little bit. But the house the house isn't going to change it anymore. They'll just vote it through. Uh, but yeah, man, he put a big emphasis on that word adult. He was like, "I'll say it again, adult." Like, <laughs> fuck those kids. I don't need yeah. <laughs> Uh, Michael Strahan, man, if you can't say S's, you shouldn't be able to report the news. <laughs> That's pretty rough. That's like... a pretty rough one. <laughs> man, I didn't realize they were... I haven't watched Good Morning in America in a while, I guess. I didn't realize they were using him to be, like, uh, an anchor man. Like, it's... I don't know. I'd be like, before you start this desk job, you gotta get those teeth fixed. <laughs> <Hey, yo. laughs> I don't get it, man. He said it's like I, I guess he said he doesn't he doesn't get him fixed because it's like his part of his personality, it's part of his image or whatever. And I'm like, 
it's a bad part. Personality, the list. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bad my part list. of your image, man. Like, it's a really here. shitty thing to roll on. I don't know <laughs> if I would make that my my thing. Yeah, I think my hat's yeah. way better. I don't know. Scoliosis. Um, I'm not out here talking about all my curves and stuff. It's not, it's not gonna get me anywhere. My image is a birth defect. That's just yeah. literally what it is. <laughs> uh, Joaquin Phoenix made it work, I guess. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix has scoliosis? No, no, I was talking about his uh hair lip thing. Oh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he might. I mean the Joker looked pretty fucked up. His his back wasn't <laughs> holding up too well, but yeah, it's nice and relatable. Man, I've seen some comics recently in uh, in the area that remind me a lot of Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker. It's been <laughs> angry and <laughs> impulsive, uh, beating with sweat, beating with sweat, nervous, not getting any laughs. Oh, okay. You mean the stand-up part? I was assuming yeah. you were a murderous rampage. Yeah, no, like you're hoping the blender comes on. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it's it's getting to the it's getting to that point. We keep hearing about it. Um, as far as Ux getting vaccines, it's gonna be a while. I think. I mean, I don't know, Brandon, maybe not. And I heard the uh, this past list, Spider Bifido was on it, so scoliosis might Close. be on there eventually. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I crawl in. Will they uh, give it to me? <laughs> uh, my my brother's brother in law, man. He's this dude that like always like wins raffles and always wins at the casinos and shit. Luckiest dude I've ever met. And he was he was lives right outside of Pittsburgh. He was shopping at a giant eagle, and uh, the pharmacist came up to him and was like, "Hey, sir, are you uh, interested in taking the COVID nineteen vaccine today?" And he was like, uh, yeah, he's like, I'm not old enough or anything. And he's like, he's like, no, we have some extra doses and we're not allowed to waste them. So if you want it right now, we can give it to you. I'm like, you lucky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. Cause I just want, as soon as I can get it, man, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to like, not, I'm ready to go to a bar till like two 30 in the morning, you know, <laughs> just like, kick yeah. it, hang out and make out with strangers and stuff. Yeah, It'll dude. It'll just be fantastic. Everyone's yeah. breathing the same air. Yeah, I can't wait to breathe the same air again. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, but I, I want to be able to do a show like wherever I want to do a show, not right. worry about like how big the place is or like, you know, I mean, it's just like it's I, I do worry about it because I mean, like, uh, I don't know, I'm I'm overweight. I could die from it. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's it's not. It's not great, but uh, yeah, and, uh, last week, this was happening as we were recording last week, so we didn't get to talk about it, but uh, CPAC is the uh, annual Republican conference that they have. Well, it's a conservative conference. I won't call it a Republican conference, but uh, since the Repub- half the Republican Party wasn't invited. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But this is a clip from uh, my one of my favorite podcasts, Pod Save America. They just uh, played a little highlight clip from CPAC this past week. And of course, the speeches were mostly filled with your crazy uncle's Facebook memes come to life. Here's a sample. <laughs> we love President Trump, and I'll tell you, I will confidently say that President Trump from his desk at Mar-a-Lago will accomplish more for America in the next four years than Joe Biden and Kamala Harris could ever dream of. Speaking of bombing the Middle East, 
Have you seen Liz Cheney's poll numbers? <laughs> They've banned the Muppets. Mr. Potato Head was America's first transgender doll, and even he got canceled. I gotta say, Orlando is awesome. <laughs> it's not as nice as Cancun. In the immortal words of William Wallace, freedom! <laughs> Ted Cruz, man, like, he's gone straight off the deep end, dude. Like, oh my God. He's not coming back. The Cancun thing is the, like, biggest political scandal he's ever been involved in. And he's at CPAC making a joke about it. Like, people in Texas hate this motherfucker because of that shit. And he, he's at I mean, CPAC a making a joke move. about it. Like, it's, What happened? He uh, he left to go to Cancun during, during like, the time that all the Texans had no power and shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dick and, move, right? Yeah, and then he right. and then he lied about it and said that he was just escorting his daughters and his wife there because his daughters wanted to go to Cancun, and then one of his wife's friends that apparently like hates Ted Cruz so much uh, leaked the fucking group text that she's in with his wife, where she was asking them like, like, hey, does anybody want to escape to Cancun for a couple days <laughs> or whatever? And it's Damn. like, dude, how bad do, do your friends have to hate you to be able to put that shit out in the media? Right. Your uh, kids are probably going to hear about this later on in life be pissed and be like, what the fuck, Dad? Yeah. Now, now it's my fault that we're going to Cancun. <laughs> yeah, and, and then and then yeah, and then he threw his kids under the bus, like Brandon said. And then <laughs> and then later on in that speech, he uh well, not later than the freedom part. That's what he that's what he closed on. Uh, but that's a lot. Yeah. But he said in the speech that the Republican party is no longer the party of the elite country club. And I'm like, your leader lives at a fucking country club. Like what, <laughs> what, are, you, what are you talking about? <laughs> and owns several across the country. Like what? It just yeah. doesn't make any sense, man. And then Matt Gates up there talking about the Muppets getting canceled. Like nobody knows what he's talking about. Like the Muppets are still on. They're, like, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't even hear anything about the Muppets. Like, I don't... No, me either. Oh, man. But, yeah, the whole the whole cancel culture thing is, like, the only thing that they have to talk about. Because they can't talk about... They can't talk about how they're blocking the COVID relief bill because it's supported by 70% of Americans. So it's extremely politically unpopular to try to block it, and they're doing it anyways. Um, and they, they can't talk about, like, they can't talk about the election shit anymore because they're going to get kicked off of Twitter or whatever. <laughs> so, like, they have to talk about cancel culture. Like, it's crazy to me that people will tell me, these people that I, I work with some of them, I've seen some of them that I went to high school with, will tell me that, like, CNN and CNBC and ABC News, like, that's fake news. But, like, then their news that they watch... While all this crazy shit's going on in the world, they're talking about Mr. Potato Head and Dr. Seuss. You know, like it's right. It, like that's the most important thing that's happening right now is is this shit. It's just there's so many other situations going on in the world that are actually really alarming and concerning. I mean, you still got like the Myanmar stuff going on and all these like way more important issues, and they're worried about the Muppets. Yeah, we. I don't really understand that. Yeah, we're kind of in a proxy war with Iran right now. I mean, it's 
if they did cancel the Muppets, I wouldn't be that upset. I don't I don't really like the Muppets. Didn't really do it for me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, was really gonna be upset. That's what I don't Probably get either. Like all these people I saw getting pissed off about Mr. Potato Head, were like in their thirties and don't have kids. It's like, what? Why do you care? Are you? Were you gonna go buy Mr. Potato Head next yeah. week? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. It's when just... it when the headline first popped up, I, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, why do people care about this that much for this to be a trending headline like this? Yeah. It, I just, I mean, I thought it was pretty stupid what they did, but I didn't care enough about it to really look into it or anything. Yeah. Or the, I just the, thought it was going to be a little complicated because he was already in how many Toy Story movies. That is true. And like, what are you <laughs> yeah. going to do with the new one? <laughs> they have to go back That's and edit be... out the mustache, man. I don't I don't know. Um, yeah, now it's just Potato Head. They're just censoring the mister in front of the <laughs> That's going to be really tedious. <laughs> <laughs> and, with, okay. and with the and with the Dr. Seuss shit, like all these people were like, this cancel culture is getting ridiculous. It's not cancel culture. Like the fucking Dr. Seuss estate just decided that they wanted to stop selling these books. Like it's their right as the people who own the rights to the books to stop selling them. I and highly it's, doubt it's that hard to get a copy of of yeah honestly <laughs> no I'm Tucker sure there's Carlson's plenty of them out there Tucker Carlson's probably selling them on his website um, hell yeah <laughs> yeah we've got the one more news clip and it is from Tucker Carlson one of my favorite people in the world um, <laughs> and this is uh, this is him this is him talking about that uh, cancel culture is the worst problem in America of course. Um, Just getting texts in the break from friends who live in Washington, D.C., where I spent 30 years. People being shot all over the city. Totally third world place. People living on the streets by the thousands. Okay, first of all, Washington, D.C. is not a third world country. That's not... <laughs> I just got the homeless interrupt. problem is nothing new. There's yeah. always been a homeless problem yeah. there. Right. I just had to interrupt with that one. <laughs> Do any members of Congress who are worried about QAnon notice this? Does Michael McCall notice this? What is happening to our capital city? They're allowing it to happen. Nothing's more infuriating than that. Except maybe what's happening to Dr. Seuss. Because what could happen to Dr. Seuss. Might be. Wait, wait. So if, if Washington, D.C. is a third world country... Like, it's pretty infuriating, but not as infuriating as Dr. Seuss. <laughs> You're telling me if Tucker Carlson rubbed a lamp and a genie came out of it and said, all right, D.C. is a third world place and Dr. Seuss is being persecuted. Which one would you rather save? And he's like, obviously, Dr. Seuss. You yeah. got to save that guy. Give me Dr. Seuss. Happened to you. Dr. <laughs> Seuss went from being a beloved childhood author to worse than Hitler in just a matter of days. On eBay, you are allowed to shop for copies of Mein Kampf. You can buy all the racist filth you want if it's about white fragility and Robin D'Angelo wrote it. But a number of Dr. Seuss books have been purged for, quote, offensive imagery. A spokesman from eBay put it this way, quote, eBay is currently sweeping our marketplace to remove these items. So now you're not even allowed to buy a used copy of Dr. Seuss's books. It's just too dangerous. No, it's because the fucking estate doesn't want it sold. So eBay's a company that has to deal with that estate, so why would they still sell their books? Honestly, if Dr. Seuss did make a really racist book, I would want to read it. I think it would be kind of <laughs> hilarious to hear racism told in Dr. Seuss form. I think that's ridiculous. 
Yeah, and I've never heard but anybody. I'm I've never heard anybody say that it was that he the Dr. Seuss was a Nazi. I don't know where he got no. that one. I don't know. <laughs> and I don't think you're not allowed to buy that book. Like that doesn't make any sense. There's like not any books you're not allowed to buy, I don't think. Like you can get the anarchist cookbook. And that's <laughs> probably a lot more dangerous than Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Any banned book. I don't know. I What's like up it. with Joe's like... picture? Is he... <laughs> He's got know. like a, a, a screaming Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's like Jack, Michael Jackson when half of his nose fell off. I don't know. Jesus Christ, Joey. You're, you're going to get us canceled. This cancel culture is going to take us down. Fucking cancel culture bullshit. Okay. No. Um, I can't think of anything that can't quote unquote cancel culture has really taken away that I miss all that much. Like maybe Dukes of Hazard, but I mean, I have the DVDs, so it's not even like. I don't even know if that's like a cancel culture thing. I think the ratings probably just weren't doing that good. <laughs> Dude, so there, they just canceled it. There is no like there is no cancel culture. Like it's a made no. up thing. Like like yeah. the the what it is is our society has like decided to not participate in certain things and when so many when so many people decide not to participate in that thing, then it goes away because they're not making any money, so they get rid of it. Like it's not like if you don't want that thing to go away, then get more people to agree with you. I don't I don't know, like fucking Democrats canceling slavery and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The nerve of some people. I'm pretty sure that's a joke I heard uh from a comedian at the local club this weekend. I don't know. That's <laughs> did he get canceled? <laughs> no, no. He just blamed the owner for nine eleven. But uh <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, but it's uh it's it's something that it's something that I'm getting so sick of hearing all the time. Like I just being somebody that hangs out at a comedy club every weekend, like you hear so many of these road comics that come through and just talk about cancel culture, cancel culture, cancel culture. And it's like, dude, it's tired, it's over. Just stop talking about it. Like and the people who the people who like rail against cancel culture and shit. They're the same people who were like, boycott the NFL, smash your fucking Keurigs. Like, you know, I mean it's yeah. it's not it's not like it's one side. It's 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 something that whenever people don't like something, they now know that they can get together and boycott it and get it fucking taken down. I mean it's I mean and there's and obviously I'm still drinking out of my Keurig, so they didn't do a great job at it, you know? I don't think there was a whole like lobby for like Potato Head to become like gender anonymous. I I, I really don't think that people no, were, like protesting no. outside Disney. There's never saying, been anything <laughs> about about the Potato Head. It's just something Hasbro decided to do. Yeah, and, and people were like, like oh. "Fucking cancel culture!" It's like, like we we didn't even know. We yeah. I was shocked when I found out. I was like, that seems pretty dumb. I don't, <laughs> I don't right. know. And I'm, yeah. I'm pretty liberal, but I'm like, that seems like a pretty dumb thing. But hmm. I wasn't like, I wasn't like, ah, pissed off. I'm going to go buy a bunch of Mr. Potato Heads now. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. Ugh. People get pissed about the dumbest shit, and the dumbest shit is on the news now more than shit that actually matters. And it's pissing me off. Um, So I guess I'm, I'm, like pissed off about cancel culture uh being talked about not <laughs> yeah, are you know. saying that we should i'm we should canceling cancel, the cancel culture, cancel culture. Ah, yeah. i knew it 
That's it. Um, no, we'll get uh, wrapped up in the news segment there. We'll talk about Joey's comedian that uh, inspired him to do comedy. I can't believe we haven't had him on the podcast before. Um, it's Kevin Hart. I mean, he's one Damn. of the biggest icons in comedy, I think. Um, why is Kevin Hart somebody that inspired you, Joey? Because, to be completely honest, I never actually liked stand-up. And Kevin was the one who, like, made me like it. <clears throat> From the point of, like, I related a lot to Kevin because we have a similar stature, a similar thought process when it comes to certain things. And, you know, his set, a lot of his old stuff, if it wasn't about his dad, a lot of it revolved around his stature and his thoughts yeah. because of his stature. So I, I related to him heavily on that behalf. And um, the more I watched him, the more I was like, yo, that's cool. That's, that's like really cool. And then I actually, what happened was, cause I wanted to do it, but I was like, that's unrealistic because I didn't think that comedians were like everyday people. I thought, that if you are a performer, you're in Hollywood or you're nothing. <laughs> right. And then I, I found out because my cousin is also a comedian and he was does it full time. And once I realized who he was, I was like, oh, so making this as a living is possible. I don't have to be Hollywood for it. And then that's when I started. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll play this clip and uh, talk about it a little bit afterwards. This is uh, from his special. Let me explain. If you're my best friend, I shouldn't have to ask you to lie for me. I shouldn't have to ask your permission for me to put you in my lot. You know why? Because you're my best fucking friend, bitch. That's your job. The day that we sign up and say that we best friends, that means that my bullshit is your bullshit. And your bullshit is my bullshit. If you're my real best friend, you should know that I need you to lie for me by the look on my face. If I'm looking at you and I'm not blinking, if I'm like this, That's a goddamn sign. That means the bitch got to drop on us. My back is against the wall. This is not a test. It's the real deal. Help me. Help me. Nigga. Help me. Come in the house, right? Come in the house at like four in the morning. I'm drunk, people. Drunk as shit. I have no balance. I'm all over the place. Rocking back and forth. As soon as I walk in the house, she wakes up. She goes off. You know what? I'm sick of this. I know you was probably out with some bitch. You was probably messing with some bitch. Now I'm drunk. I don't want to respond because I don't have any balance. I'm rocking back and forth. You don't look believable when you're rocking back and forth. So I had to choose a stance in which I look believable. So I chose this. I said, let me tell you something. Listen to me. <laughs> Wasn't nobody with no bitch, okay? You wrong. Matter of fact, to prove you wrong, I'm gonna call Harry. Harry not expecting me to call right now, so Harry don't have no reason to lie. And I'm gonna put it on speakerphone. About to make you feel stupid. Watch this. Watch how fucking stupid you feel. Watch. Watch this. I said, Harry, Harry, real quick, don't lie. Where are we coming from right now? He said, man, you was with that bitch with the fat ass. <laughs> what? Oh no. No, 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 no. Oh no. No, 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 no. Yo. <laughs> I was so fucking scared. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. He is he is really good with his voice inflections and shit. And he's just a very technically sound comedian, I think. With that. I uh, agree. But but man, he's... yeah, his his a lot of his early shit was about how how uh how short he was and like 
about like I remember the joke. I can't remember exactly what it was about him. Uh, like whenever he got in fights with his friends or whatever, he'd take off running <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it's. Uh, he's. I mean, he's an icon. You can't say much else about it. He's. I actually like him. I actually like him more in movies than I do. I think I'm on that page. Stand up. Most people don't. That's different to hear. Yeah, like yeah. I, I loved, I loved the uh, movie he did with Will Ferrell. That's one of my favorite movies. Oh, uh, Get I, Hard. Yeah, I love that fucking movie. He was in a uh, scary movie three. What, what was it? Three or four? Yeah. I can't. I think both. it was three. Oh, okay. Was he was both. in both. Yeah. yeah, he was hilarious in those movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His last special, his last special uh, got a lot of shit. It. Uh, like it, it. I don't know. I I thought it was. I thought it was good, but I also thought like it was. It shows that like even professional stand ups are a little rusty because they haven't done it in so long. You know, what I mean, because right. it was. Yeah. It's like obviously it was shit that he hasn't tried out that much. You know, I mean, it's whatever. Get the opportunity to. Yeah, yeah, but man, his all of his specials before that were hilarious. I mean, and they were. His uh, documentary that he did was awesome. I forget what that was. What that was called? Um, it's on Netflix. I think, but there's a documentary like where they follow him around. Was that last special in his like legitimate living room, or was that staged somewhere? I think it was actually in his house. Yeah. Fuck, is he rich, Mike? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's one of the it's richest. Nice ass living room. <laughs> I mean, dude, you got to think it's been so long that he's been one of the top comics in the game i mean he's i mean back when back when Chappelle had Chappelle show like he was he was huge i mean he made that joke about about kevin hart on Chappelle show back in the day you know like yeah that his son wanted to go see kevin hart or whatever like that was kevin hart was the first comedian i've ever seen walk out to like pyrotechnics and shit like it's like a white snake concert or something but right. <laughs> stand up i'm like what the fuck yeah. You can't have pyrotechnics and no guitar solos. That's not how this <laughs> works. Yeah, it's, uh uh fucking Google says he has a net worth of two hundred million, so he's that's uh, fucking yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Can you yeah. imagine how much he could have had if he would have put that in Bitcoin? <laughs> man, that's shit, man. I'm waiting for Dogecoin to take off, man. We'll see what <laughs> John's gonna have like his own special in his giant living room with his two hundred and fifty million dollar net worth. Dude, these dumbasses, man. I don't know if you guys follow that shit or not, but these dumbasses with these like with Elon Musk, man, they believe they like he's like a god to these people. Who are like into like the tech stocks and the and the cryptocurrencies and shit? Like he he tweeted out that he thought Dogecoin was too high, and it dropped like ten cents, or not ten cents, like a whole cent. It's it's at like five cents right now, so it dropped like a whole cent in like I don't know twenty minutes, half hour after not dropping more than a half a cent in like three weeks. So maybe he is God. No, God what he does, like he's, <laughs> he's done this several times, is what he does is he'll say that Dogecoin is too high. And then and then what that means is he just sold off all of his Dogecoin. And, <laughs> then, and then Dogecoin will drop by like a whole cent. And then he'll buy back in. And then he'll 
and then he'll post like a little Shiba Inu with the fucking moon suit on or something. And then <laughs> everybody will start buying it and it'll shoot back up another like cent and a half. And people don't realize that this motherfucker is manipulating them into making him billions of dollars. Like, yeah. Isn't he already like the richest guy on the planet? Him and Bezos keep going back and forth. But Jesus, man. Yeah, man. I, I just wish that those guys, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, were more like were more like Bill Gates and like gave half of their money to charity. You know, like you know what we should do. We should get together and cancel them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's fucking cancel Elon Musk. That's not a Fuck bitch. you guys. We'll cancel your ass. Well, Jeff Bezos <laughs> Jeff Bezos canceled himself. He's like, I don't He's like, I'm tired of all my bitches being in the news. So well, I think we're about about to wrap it up. Uh Joey, you want people to follow you on social media? You got any shows coming up? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Joey Purse, uh on Twitter at Joey Purse underscore. Um, nope, I, I don't have any shows coming up though. <laughs> All right. Um, follow Joey. Uh, you can find me at John Brown Comedy. I'll be at Grindstone next Friday. I believe uh, Teddy Bruno, W. Scott, Drew Gigas, a couple other people. True that. Um, yeah. Brandon's got a big show coming up next Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll be at the <laughs> West Theater. Sean Boyd's headlining and recording on his comedy album he's celebrating 12 years of comedy and milton wiley's gonna be there with anthony mayo co-featuring alongside me oh yeah you guys have so much opportunity <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you gotta drive out here we'll put you on grindstone yeah. whenever you come out here man just uh grindstone's all right man you get a free meal shit not bad it was packed last the meal night. was good too last yeah, time i was God. there it was yeah, awesome was Food's killer. The salmon is fire. The salmon is the shit. The show I was at last night, because I've, I've like gotten to a point where I don't care about, like when I get booked, I don't even care about the shows anymore. Like, what's the food like? Is, yeah. That's what, yeah. yeah. How's my evening about to be? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, uh, I asked the host if the food was good, and he sent me a picture of it all, and I couldn't say this a lot. I sent the picture back like like it, I thought it looked good, but that that shit was garbage. Like, <laughs> all, of it, all of it looked bad. I was so disappointed. And then when I got there, it was even worse. And I I got a pretzel. The pretzel was good, but I was like, oh, this was terrible. It's kind of hard to fuck up a pretzel, man. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, I'm doing this show tonight at this like fancy boat club in Vermilion. Nice. I'm like and like they better they better. Give me some fucking food. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got boats. You, could, you could spare a burger. Yeah, Jesus I want some right. burger. Fuck that. That boat club looks nice. I want some scallops or some <laughs> <laughs> fucking tartar or some shit. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Thanks. Thanks for coming on, Joe. It was a good one. Thanks for having me. It was yeah. fun. Always, brother. All right, later, buddy. I see you guys. Brown Petri Dish is created by John Brown and Brandon Petrie. Logo designed by Brian Gallagher. Music by Jared Bailey. Audio version of the podcast is produced and edited by John Brown. Video YouTube version produced and edited by Harrison Poole. <laughs>